is the Equity Experience Podcast, a space created for every educator or school leader who is authentically pursuing equity and inclusion in their classrooms and schools. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Manning, and I welcome you. Hello, hello, everyone. Good day. Welcome to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Carla Manning. Thank you and welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First, I want to give a shout out to all of my listeners. I realize that I have some global listeners, global listeners. So thanks to everyone who is tuning in. I have folks listening um, really from all over the world. So thank you for listening. I hope that the information that we share in the podcast is helpful for you. I hope this information can help you in whatever capacities you're in to be a better educator, to be a better administrator, to be a better person, right? Diversity, equity, and inclusion is not just about organizations and workplace. It's also about becoming better people as human beings. So I have listeners, of course, in the U.S. Folks in the U.S. are the majority of my listeners. I also have folks tuning in from Canada, the United Kingdom, Philippines, Germany, Ireland, Brazil, Colombia, Israel, Singapore, Bangladesh, Australia, France, Spain, South Africa, Iran, Greece, the Netherlands, and the DR, the Dominican Republic. So thanks everyone for tuning in. I hope that this information again, I hope that this information is valuable to you. On today's show, I want to give a very specific perspective on a topic that comes up a lot. And this topic is about whether or not people of color can be racist, okay? And I get this question a lot. Can Black people be racist? Can Latinos be racist? Can people of color be racist, et cetera? And I'm going to give you all the straight answer. No. (laughs) No, no, no. All right? I'm not going to even sugarcoat it. No people of color cannot be racist, all right? Please let me explain. One of the reasons as to why people of color cannot be racist, number one, is because when we think about the origin of the philosophical category of race, when we think about how race and the categories of race and how race has been socially constructed, race is a social construction. So when we think about how race historically was socially constructed, race was socially constructed so that it could benefit and empower primarily whites, okay? So this phenomenon of even how we even categorize ourselves as race, meaning I'm Black, I'm white, I'm Latino, I'm Asian, et cetera, primarily before, I would say before like the 1500s, I'm not a historian, but before the 14 or 1500s, people primarily did not identify themselves within a racial category. So what I'm saying is that race was socially constructed In my humble opinion, I need to do more research, but in my humble opinion, my understanding is that race was socially constructed more so for an economic benefit, for a financial benefit, so that some people could have and so that some people could not have. So when we even think about the history of race and racism, and when we know that the categories of race and racial identities were conceptualized by whites, that already tells us how we are already understanding this topic of race and racism. So going to the question, can people of color be racist? My answer is no. My answer is no. And the reason why I say that is because as a person of color, and I'm speaking for me as a Black person, 
But as a person of color, I know that I cannot do anything about my biases or prejudices. Now, I will say this. Can people of color be biased? Yes. Can people of color discriminate? Yes. And can people of color have prejudices? Yes, of course, absolutely. Why? Because we are human beings. We have been socialized to think in particular ways. And some of the ways that we have been socialized into thinking has been biased. We have to understand that and acknowledge that. And that's across the board for every human being on this planet. But can people of color be racist? No. No, we cannot. And the reason why we cannot be racist is because we do not have the systemic, the structural, political, or collectively the economic power, collectively, to uphold racial biases, to uphold racial discrimination. As a person of color, I can walk down the street and say, okay, I cannot like this person because he or she is white or he or she is another race or what have you. Okay, of course, I don't think like that. But I'm just saying, I can think like that. But I cannot be racist. Why? Because I don't have the power to do anything about it. On a collective, structural, and systemic level, I don't have the power to do anything about it. And when I say that I don't have the power, meaning that racism is not just about not liking someone because of the color of their skin. Particularly in America, racism is very much an economic and a social project. So what I mean by that is it's because of the laws that are embedded within our system. It's because of the policies that are embedded within institutions and organizations. It's because of the social norms that we have accepted as human beings that have allowed us to perpetuate racism, perpetuate racial biases, racial discrimination, et cetera. But as people of color, we don't have the systemic and structural power, meaning that we don't have the laws to back us up. We don't have institutional infrastructures to back us up. We don't have particular policies to support a racist idea or a biased idea. We don't have that. Now, some of us as people of color, we might have that on individual levels, right? And singular levels, perhaps, maybe. But on a collective, structural, systemic level, no, we don't. And because we don't have that systemic and structural power, we cannot be racist. See, one of the things that allows white people to be racist is that white people have the laws to support them, to support white privilege, to support, quote unquote, white superiority, white supremacy, et cetera. There are laws on book that support those types of ideas and notions and conceptualizations. People of color are not afforded that backing of the legal system. So again, people of color cannot be racist. And when white people say that, oh, I, you know, I experienced a racist incident from a person of color. No, you didn't. You may have experienced a biased incident from a person of color. You might have experienced a discriminatory incident from a person of color, but it was not racist. So in my conclusion here, yes, only white people can be racist because we're going back to, to the point that I made earlier. White people, by and large, conceptualize the notion of race and racism. Because see, prior to these ideas of race and racism, people primarily identified themselves either within a particular tribe, a particular cultural group, a particular language, or a particular religious or spiritual affiliation. People, by and large, did not necessarily identify themselves as Black, White, Latino, Asian, etc., because those ideas just did not exist. But in order for the transatlantic slave trade to have happened, folks in power had to realize and say, okay, we have to put something in place to categorize and distinguish these levels of humanity 
in order for this transatlantic slave trade to quote unquote work. We have to put something in place to distinguish these levels of humanity. So then here comes the categories of race. There's a book, I need to get the name of this book for you all, because there's a, a very powerful book that will help in understanding this. The author is Charles Mills. Give me a minute. And I know folks who might be listening might understand the name of the book. The Racial Contract is the name of the book. The Racial Contract by Charles Mills is the name of the book. M-I-L-L-S. M-I-L-L-S is the author's last name, Charles, Charles Mills and the Racial Contract. Pick up that book. Pick up that book and read it because that has some good historical and philosophical insight as to how racial categories um, were conceptualized in the first place. So for folks who are listening, if you are a person of color and if you are listening, we have to understand as people of color, we cannot be racist by definition by definition of what it means, of what race means and how race has historically been conceptualized, by definition, people of color cannot be racist. Now we can be biased, people of color can be biased, people of color can discriminate and people of color can be prejudiced, but we cannot be racist. Only white people can be racist, only white people. Why? Because the notion and the labels and categories of race and racism have been conceptualized primarily by whites. And we have to understand that, recognize that, and accept that as a truth, as a truth. And for my folks who are listening who are white, you all also have to understand that this notion of race and racism is one that is very deep. This is very deep. And it goes deeper than a person just saying, oh, I don't like this person because they are X, or I don't like this person because they are Y. It's deeper than that. And see, when folks make decisions based on racial biases, knowingly or unknowingly, that person is also drawing on and pulling on historical tropes of humanity, race, racism, racial hierarchies, et cetera, et cetera. And all of this is not taught. All of this is not necessarily understood even. And so when we engage in our day-to-day -day operations with each other as human beings, in which we all have to share this planet and live together, <laughs> Let's be mindful of how we look at each other as human beings. Let's be mindful of how we understand each other. And let's try to see if we can understand the humanity of us as people. My humanity as a Black woman goes deeper than me being a woman. And it goes deeper than me being a Black person or me being an African-American person. My humanity is very much tied to my purpose. It's tied to the reason why I was born. Okay? So again, people of color cannot be racist. We can be biased, we can discriminate, and we can be prejudiced, but we cannot be racist by definition. Only white people can be racist. Only white people. And I don't say that lightly. I do not say that lightly. And I don't say that in a way to affirm that. Like, I'm not trying to, to continue that legacy. You know, I don't want white people to be racist at all. <laughs> okay? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sharing this information in a way to make this real, like in terms of like saying, like, if, if you are a white person, if you're listening, you have to be racist or you must be racist. That's not what I'm saying. Because of course, my work as a DEI consultant is to create a framework, to create a way of thinking so that everyone can live their lives free of all of the isms, free of all biases, all discriminations, all prejudices. 
So I'm not saying this in a way to affirm that white people are going to be racist and will always be racist. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying, though, in terms of the question, the definition, can people of color be racist? No, only white people can be racist. Only white people. People of color cannot be racist at all. So what do we do with this information? Okay, number one, the first thing we need to do is understand how and why racial categories were constructed. Number one, we need to understand how and why racial categories were constructed. What are the economics behind the social construction of racial categories? What are the social benefits and the social privileges that come with folks understanding themselves within racial categories? What affordances have now come about and are now in existence because of the fact that these racial categories are in existence? So that's number one. What do we do with this information? Number one, we need to understand how and why. So we need to do some digging, some research, some investigation, some exploration. That's why I suggested that particular book by Charles Mills, The Racial Contract. I'm going to give you all another author who isn't as popular, but she is popular within certain circles, but she's just not as known. And her name is Sylvia Winter. Last name is Winter, W-Y-N-T-E-R. And Sylvia Winter, what some folks will call a postmodernist theorist, a post-structuralist theorist, but she also very much writes about how we understand the human. And she has a lot of prose, essays, books where she gives her insight and her perspectives. But reading her work also helped me to understand the history of racial categories and how racial categories were socially constructed. And then I'll give you all another takeaway. Okay, so what do we do with this information? So takeaway number two, once we understand how and why racial categories were constructed, number two, we must begin to understand and see everyone through the lens of humanity, i.e., how can we see the human in every individual who we encounter, regardless of as to whether or not this person is homeless on the street, regardless as to whether or not this person is accepting a welfare check, regardless as to whether or not this person has just done 10 years in a maximum federal uh, penitentiary, regardless as to whether or not this person has $100 million in their bank account, or if this person is socially connected and you know, has all of these ties with all of these big name folks within a particular town or city, regardless as to who we are as human beings, so we have to learn how to see the humanity in all of us. I share this podcast with you today to give insight and to give a perspective as to how we can become better human beings. Right now, we are living in some very tumultuous times in terms of how we are understanding ourselves as, as cultural beings, as racial beings, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of contention happening. There's a lot of debate, even chaos. There's a lot going on. And I would say that these conversations of diversity, equity, and inclusion should and can help us to be better human beings, period, 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 period. Okay? So again, can people of color be racist? No, we cannot. We can be biased, we can discriminate, we can be prejudiced, but by definition, in terms of how I'm understanding the categories of race and racism within particular legal and historical definitions, by definition, no, we cannot be racist. 
only white people can be racist, but I also want to highlight a gap for an opportunity. White people can very much and, and should very much play a role in being anti-racist, not just non-racist, okay? And that's another podcast, not just non-racist, but anti-racist. That's another podcast for another day, though. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Equity Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the content that was shared with you today. I am Dr. Carla Manning, your favorite school diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant. Make sure to head on over to equityleadershipgroup.com, equityleadershipgroup.com for free newsletters. We send out newsletters every week with free information, insights, resources, and tips to help you build and create an equitable and inclusive school, classroom, and school district. So thank you for tuning in to the Equity Experience Podcast. I hope you are well. I hope you are blessed. Until next time, thank you for listening and be well. Bye-bye.